Guys, I will be talking to the cameraman on the headset. It will be Terry's job to give the actors their hand cues. Oh, excuse me, Russell, but I believe I requested the hand job. Crash is an erotic thriller film released in 1996 and directed by David Cronenberg. Crash tells the story of James, a car crash survivor who involves himself with a group of people who are aroused by car crashes. The movie is available on Plex. At your own risk, consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. James and Catherine are in an open relationship. James converses with Catherine about his unsatisfied sexual encounters with other people, to which Catherine replies with, maybe the next one. One night, James is badly injured in a head-on car collision. At the hospital, James meets Helen, the woman in the other vehicle. They begin an affair due to their shared arousal for the car crash. James and Helen meet Vaughn, a man who leads a cult full of people who recreate the deaths of celebrities who died in car crashes. Both James and Helen become followers shortly thereafter. Due to their fetish of crashing cars, James and Vaughn pursue each other aggressively as they stunt on the freeway. Attending to collide with James's car, Vaughn hits a bus, goes over a bridge, and dies. As the film progresses, James and Catherine attempt a similar stunt. James rams his car into Catherine's, forcing her to flip, ejecting her in the process. James approaches Catherine on the ground and begins to have sex with her near the wreck. The film ends with Catherine telling James that she is not hurt, to which James replies with, Maybe the next one, implying that death could be the only way for his fetish to fully culminate. You know, there are movies out there that are difficult to watch, right, bro? Yeah. But then there are those that are fucking uncomfortable viewings, man. Uh-huh. And this movie we're about to review falls in the ladder. This was a rather uncomfortable one to fucking watch. Oh, definitely. Oof. We got plenty to say about this. So much that I left out a lot. And I mean a lot from the plot points. Yeah, it was uh, pretty sparse uh, <laughs> compared to what actually happened. I, I made it pretty vague so because I didn't want our listeners out there to be scared off by it. Uh-huh. And shit like that. Well, but we got plenty to say about this. So without further ado, let's get started, brother. So let's welcome everybody to episode number 24. Ooh. Good old 24, man. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s number. <laughs> my second favorite baseball player of all time. The reason I wear my hat backwards is because of him. Nice. Yeah. So episode number 24 of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. We're your hosts. Fantastic as always. I'm Ticket the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Crash, brother. Crash. Fuck. Oh, fuck is a perfect word. They do this. <laughs> Indeed, they do this a lot in this movie. Yes. Uh, what was the other movie where they were fucking all the time? Oh, was it Antichrist? Yeah. That was Okay. I think th- this one tops it. Oh, yeah. I think this is... Uh... Antichrists were like... They were like... It was like pretty violent. Yes. Where they were... But this one is just so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll get into all that shit. We'll get into the <laughs> characters, all the plot points, all that good shit. But yeah. two seasons into this show... 
I do got to say, this is our season finale, brother. How the fuck did I forget to say that? Oh, uh, I thought you, well, you said 24, right? And Yeah. Uh, you said we had to pick up a fucked up movie for the season finale. I think, right? Yeah. So you did, in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie, a fucked up movie we've both seen? Yeah. I don't know how the fuck we've both seen this movie, but <laughs> we did. So. Yeah. But uh, the discussion for these out there already two uh, seasons in should know that the discussion does not start without opening up some beer. So, brother, let them know what we got tonight. Tonight we are drinking a fine malt liquor. This is good old Mickey's. Yes, sir. 40 ounce. So. Yeah. Only the best. <laughs> got some. Uh, I got some stories with this one, brother. Ooh. Yeah. I, I Dude, I haven't had a Mickey's. Fuck. I. Um, well, I'm going to say this story because I got a, we got, we got a shadow of the week, but I want to say the last time I had a Mickey's was for this story. But, uh, before I tell this story and we give out that shout out, we got to take a swig, a swig for the good men, right, brother? Yes. So let's do it on three. Cheers, right? One, two, three. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Mickey's. <laughs> Mickey's, man. <laughs> Um, ABV on this. What do you got, brother? Uh, jeez, you know I, I don't know. What is this? It's gotta be around the five, right? Yeah. Um, dude, I, I do gotta say though, man, is that um, Mickey's is one of those beers or malt liquor, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Is it considered a beer? Uh, malt liquor? No, it's not no. officially a beer. Right. It's a five point six or eight. My if eyes. I wanted to, I can chug this motherfucker. Yeah. This is how smooth it is, man. Yeah, it's uh. It's not bad for a malt liquor. Uh, I forgot. Uh, I think the Bud Ice. <laughs> was that malt liquor? Or it yeah. said it was a premium lager. So oh, I don't was know. It? Yeah, I don't know if it was actual beer. Though. I, think it, I think it is also malt liquor, but I don't know. Yeah. Colt 45 is definitely malt liquor. But yeah, definitely. Fortunately, that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> no, I, uh, the Mission Brewing was better. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a whole nostalgia for that Three Ninjas thing. Yeah. And so we're going to rank this beer, but we got a shout out of the week. We also got story time with Tiki coming up. But before that, actually, I just want to go out of the way and, and thank everybody because it is this week we will re officially hit over a thousand downloads. Yeah, we shot over it pretty uh, quickly, actually. Yeah. So we just, uh, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much, everyone, for for helping us get there and uh this this podcast man it it started from just little and then it's gaining gaining more and more like eyes Uh overall yeah and uh i just want to say thank you guys so much this is gonna this episode is gonna come out sometime in late july i believe so it's gonna be quite so by the time this episode comes out it's gonna be probably closer to 1500 1500 i'd say so cheers to everybody, thank you guys so much. We love you all. Cheer- Let's give them a cheers for that, brother. Cheers. Cheers to the good man. Thank you. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. And now our shout-out of the week goes to a friend of mine. Man, we go way back. I want to say 2007 when we used to work together. Nice. And that is the homie, Leon Betts. Cheers, Leon. Here's a swig for you. Mm-hmm. I know you're laughing your ass off because we chose Mickey's, and here's why. Here's uh, everybody's favorite segment, Story Time with Ticket. Let's do it, brother. Let's do it. All right. So, Mickey's is the, 
beer of choice or malt liquor of choice for this episode because Leon and I one time uh, got together and we played a game called Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, dude i have a picture of this <laughs> like i uh i used to have like a grip of pictures of this day uh-huh. that this little kickback we had mm-hmm. on my pad happened uh man we got fucked up man so for for those of you who are not familiar with edward 40 hands there might be like different rules and shit over there the way different people play it but the way we played it was Leon and i drank a couple beers yeah and then we had these 40s of Mickey's taped in our hands. Yeah, with like duct tape, right? Or yeah, something. with mm. duct tape. Mm. And you got you to gotta drink these fucking beers or these 40s or whatever. Yeah, these 40s. Yeah. Without taking a piss. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't, right? You can't. Like, you have to finish them and that's, the only, that's when you can take them off, right? Yeah. Like somebody will take them off for you. Yeah, by this point, bro, I'm a veteran. I wasn't even a, like a beer enthusiast. Mm. I used to drink just to get fucking hammered. Damn. So I was pretty confident right here that I was going to win. And sure enough, I did. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Oh, there's that burp. Yeah. Oh. Did you get one too, bro? Uh, no, almost, but no. <laughs> get a little swig for that? Mm. Mm-hmm. So I won. That that wasn't uh, a secret or anything. I was pretty confident. Mm-hmm. I was a semi-alcoholic back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that, that got me is that Lee and... Leon got fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. Leon got fucked up, and I remember we were in our we were in the backyard, and for like a good while, I was wondering to myself like, where the fuck is Leon at? I don't fucking see Leon. And then what ended up happening was an unnamed person told me this person's <laughs> gonna go unnamed, okay? Yeah, our second unnamed person <laughs> of this podcast. Yeah, uh, what ended up happening was I couldn't find Leon, so. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, man. This fucking beer, bro, has been getting to be <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, I couldn't find Leon. So what ended up happening was unnamed person told me that. By the way, Leon gave me permission to tell this story. Okay, so Leon is one of those people that does not take a shit in other people's homes. Mm, and i'm the same way uh (laughs) unless it's my home or unless it's your home bro since i've been here so fucking much you know yeah yeah Yeah. and whatever happening is unnamed person uh liam was so embarrassed to take a shit in my pad that unnamed person drove her to vons to take a shit (laughs) yeah and then liam comes back and then we're getting just yeah we ended up getting fucked up bro like even more Uh i used to have a picture of us man fuck that was a great fucking night and surprise, because we were young back in the day, bro. We, yeah. When this happened, right? Yeah. Yep. And we woke up, no hangover. Mm, and yeah. we woke up, and we ended up watching a movie, dude. Since this is a podcast about movies, we ended up watching Capote. Have you seen uh, that movie, bro? Uh, no, I've never. Philip seen Seymour it. Hoffman. He yeah. won an Oscar for it. I've only heard good things, but no, I haven't seen it. Ah, oh, fucking masterful performance, brother. Uh, Oscar well deserved. And that is story time with Tiki. <laughs> so, to Leon, this is my cheers to you, and I'd also want to give a cheers. To your wonderful mother and uh, memory of Pam Betts as well. So this is for you. I had the pleasure working with Pam. She is dearly missed. So here's a cheers to both of you. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So let's um, let's rank this, brother. Let's do we it. got. Uh, you mind if I go first, brother? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Nostalgia factor for this, mm-hmm. brother. Yeah. This taste exactly like how it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I remember it. Uh, I remember those uh, like fresh out of high school days 
just get a <laughs> Mickey's and oh fuck you up, you know, right away. Yeah. Um, I still very much dig it, man. And Mickey's is not something I'm gonna go out of my way and buy anymore. It's just not. Yeah. Uh, but this still tastes pretty good, man. I'm gonna give it a solid three and a half. Nice. Out of five stars, man. Nice. Uh, yeah, for me, I have had a few Mickey's in my time. I didn't drink it a whole lot. The last time I had it was probably shit. It might have been one of the times we went to church. I think somebody brought some forties yeah. or something. But for those of you who don't know, church is uh, <laughs> is uh, after hours. Yes, for us it when is... we would get off at like two in the morning. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what we would call it, church. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's it's been a good you know four years probably. You had a Mickey's at church, bro. I do. I I never did. I could have sworn that somebody brought some uh, like one time, but maybe I'm misremembering. If it if it wasn't that time, then I probably haven't haven't had a Mickey's in like ten years. Yeah. But anyways, I know I'm rambling off. Uh, for this one, I'm gonna give it a three out of five. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. The the story with Leon and I happened, I want to say 2011. Okay. So the, yeah, so over ten years for me as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so here is one more swig for the good man. Let's do it, brother. Before we dive into this fucked up movie that is Crash. <laughs> here we go, brother. Cheers. For those of you out there, I hope you didn't get Crash, the film <laughs> made by uh, Paul Haggis that won an Oscar. Do you remember that, brother? When, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah it's that's... a great movie. Um, It got a lot of like shit on it, though, because like er- that year for the Oscars, everybody thought that Brokeback Mountain should have won. Yeah. Okay. You know, but I think like sadly, I think it gets remembered for that as instead of the actual film. I wasn't a huge fan of that film, but... Oh, I very much enjoyed it, man. <laughs> I, I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good film. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel like it was a bit heavy-handed, but uh, yeah, it's all right. What was it about it, though, if you don't mind me asking, before we like get into this movie, though? Because I very much enjoyed it. I, I loved the acting. I thought the story was great. Yeah. And it's also this whole thing with like racism. Yeah. You it, know? It had like an ensemble cast, you right? There was, like, oh, a, yeah. there was a bunch of people in there. A bunch of them. I don't know. I felt like the... I did see this when it came out, so this is 2004, 2005, maybe. It, I don't know, it just felt like it was too overtly racist. Like, I feel Uh like, like, a lot of the scenarios... The stereotypes, huh? Yeah, I feel like I had never seen anything that blatant, but I mean, I was, what, 17 at the time, so I was probably still pretty sheltered. Gotcha, gotcha. But let's get into this movie. Mm -hmm. Crash. Fuck. This is a fucked up movie, like we've already mentioned, man. I, to be honest, brother, I tried to persuade you during this week to let's maybe do yeah. something different mm-hmm. because there are so many uncomfortable scenes in this. Yeah, you know, I, the reason why we chose this movie is because we were talking about fucked up movies and I think I was the one that mentioned it. I'm like, have mm-hmm. you ever seen Crash? And you're like, oh, fuck. Like the weird one about like the cars and shit. And um, I was like, yeah, and you had seen it too. Yeah. And we both agreed like, oh, so that one, that one's fucked up. Yeah. But we didn't remember how fucked up it was until we watched it again. Yes, because I only saw it that one time. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll, I'll, we'll get, I'll get into the intro of how mm-hmm. I fucking saw it, you know? Yeah. But, like, yeah, I just saw it that one time. And it turns out that I missed quite a few parts because it was, like, like late at night when I watched it. Yeah. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. And I'll get into that a little later. And then I do not remember being this messed up, though. <laughs> Me either, man. I When I watched it again, I was like, what the f- fuck am i watching yeah 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 to so obviously do not watch this with kids around when we get into dive into the the plot we go thorough uh-huh. into it 
And I would even tell people, if you watch this movie, make sure you lock your fucking door. Because nobody, you don't want anybody to walk in on you if you're watching this shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yep. But yeah, so let's get into the introduction, brother. So what was your introduction to this Crash movie? How did you How did you see this? So this is another one of those movies that was on IFC. So it was like late at night. And it, it was after that other Crash film had come out in 2004. Yeah. So I saw it. And I was like, oh, it's that movie that just came out last year. I should watch it if they're playing it already on IFC. Which I guess, I don't even know. It was the, the other one probably wasn't an independent film. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that should include me. in. But anyways, <laughs> uh, no, this is a completely different movie. Uh, it's got James Spader, right? And, yes. you know, all these other people. And I'm just watching it. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? But I this was 2005. So I was like 18, 19, maybe yeah. almost. Uh, I watched the whole thing and I was remember being shocked at how fucked up it was, but yeah, I, I guess I must've been traumatized cause it's been buried in my mind ever since. Yeah. Like we'll get into like the plot a little later, uh-huh. but to me, dude, there were some very like unnecessary like scenes, <laughs> yeah. the gratuitous ones, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I felt like some of them were like very like unnecessary yeah. and it was just for like shock value and shit. Yeah. 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 We'll mm-hmm. get into that later. So my introduction to this, bro was way back in 2017 when we when we were um this was barely when we started working together mm-hmm. the first time i saw this movie mm-hmm. right so in my living room dude like this was like um where we started working at was my first night job uh-huh. so i still wasn't accustomed to like going to sleep like early mm-hmm. right so i remember in my living room man there was uh we used to have this channel i think it was called like cineflex or something like that okay right so and I remember, dude, um, this must have been like two in the morning when I was watching it. Uh-huh. And it was like at the very tail end of uh, the movie um, A Clockwork Orange. No, oh, okay. I to this day I still haven't seen that movie in its entirety. That's a good one, but I haven't seen that one. In I've forever. heard it I've heard different things about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I saw like the very end of that. And so I'm thinking, oh, okay, what the fuck? Like, uh, well, I'm not really sleeper right now. What what else is next to it? You know, what's the next movie? Uh-huh. And it was Crash. So I'm thinking, oh, cool, Crash. I have Crash. <laughs> thinking it was the one from Paul Haggis, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I didn't even read the description. I just said, oh, Crash. All right, cool. Like, I could have easily just gone to my room because I have the movie and put it on. But yeah. I said, nah, I'm not, I'm right here. I'm nice and comfortable. I'm just going to watch this movie, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then I, I was like, what the fuck is this? When I started watching what was going on, <laughs> yeah, right? Because right. espe- like, especially at like two in the morning, you're not going to get like, you're going to get some movies that like, it's going to have a lot of nudity, yeah. a lot of scenes like that. And then I say, okay, this is not the crash I remember, mm-hmm. right? And then I also remember, bro, what <laughs> fucking beer I was drinking. <laughs> yeah. I was drinking uh, Mason Aylward's Charlie Hustle. Nice. Uh, not nice. That beer sucks, dog. Oh, well, I just remembered it. So yeah. I don't fucking... think it, it was an IPA, right? Uh, red Ale. Oh, uh, okay. I do yeah. like Red Ale, so maybe yeah, I would have liked dog it. Yeah, dog shit. Dog <laughs> shit. I had three of them. Oh, God. Yeah. So, uh, and then on average, dude, I drink maybe like one beer per like 30 minutes while I'm just like kicking back, just watching a movie. Yeah. Makes sense because the runtime in this movie is an hour 30, mm-hmm. right? So the, I only had three beers and it was those piece of shit. I don't, dude, I don't know why I remember little things like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I can. But something can. important like I'll forget that I have chicken roasting in the oven <laughs> and burn my food. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's my introduction to Crash, man. You know, it's funny you already mentioned it, like lock your door so nobody busts <laughs> in. This movie is so fucking bad that like I have a scenario in my head where like 
if somebody were to bust in, I was watching this movie, I'd be like, hold on, let me put on some porn. <laughs> and it would be less worse, dude. Like, right? Am I, yeah. am I not right? Dude, you're right. <laughs> Especially that one scene. We'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you're right, dude. It, not, not bad as in like, it's like, uh, like directed bad or, or like yeah, acting's no. bad. It's just bad as in like the content. It's like, dude, what the fuck is this, dude? Yeah, the subject matter is- Again, uh, it's yeah. so uncomfortable because let's get to the plot, bro. Mm-hmm. The plot of this movie- is a man named James who is in a car crash and uh, he involves himself with this cult, basically, of people who have a fetish of being aroused with car crashes. Yep. Now, that is some shit right there, man. All right? So let's get into these characters, man. I already mentioned James, Mm -hmm. right? Played by James Spader. I've seen him in only one other film besides this one. We'll get into that a little later. We'll go into Catherine, who is... James's girlfriend, played by Deborah Kara Unger. Hmm. Uh, I don't believe I ever saw her in anything else. Okay, but I'm not. Did you, bro? Mm. No, we'll get it to that if, later. Yeah. If like, I was gonna say, if, yeah, if yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, there, and I just got to put it out there that they are in an open relationship. Yeah. All right. It comes into effect as soon as the fucking movie starts. <laughs> yeah. You see it immediately. Mm-hmm. All right. The next person I'm gonna get into is Helen. All right, so Helen is this uh, woman who gets involved in the car crash that James is in, right? Played by Holly Hunter, and I have seen her in somewhere else, man. Yeah. Can't wait to get into the, the movie, the other movie I, yeah, yeah. I saw her in. I think I know which one. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the next person is Vaughn, played by Elias Cotius, man. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I know. Uh, people may not know his name, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you, people have seen him in a movie that we'll get into later. Yeah, he, he's always around somewhere. Well, yeah. Back then. Yes. And then there's like this uh, random chick. I'm just going to call her random chick for now. Mm-hmm. But her, in the movie, her name is Gabrielle. Yeah. But the name never gets like really brought up a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know who the, the actress is that plays her. But I just got, I'm going to I'm gonna call her random chick for now. Okay? Isn't it Arquette, right? One of the Arquette. Is it, dude? Yeah. It's, uh, God, I don't know her name. No way. Is it Diane Arquette? There's so many Arquettes, and obviously there's David. There's Patricia. But uh, I think it's Patricia. Nah. No, I think you're right. It's not Patricia. It's one of the Arquette siblings. I think. Really? I could be wrong, but uh, I mean, I don't know. We we'll have to look into that. I guess this is the, you're talking about the girl with the like the fucked up with the brace. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's her. Yes. Okay. Okay, she's a minor character, mm-hmm. so she's not too important. Yep. But let's get. Uh, into the fucking plot, bro. And again, I left out a lot <laughs> in the plot points. Mm-hmm. Okay, so please, for the love of your God, stick with us. <laughs> Our okay. note, it turned back now. Yeah. yeah, just stick with us, okay? Because there are some fucked up things are about to happen. Yeah. All right. So for that, brother, one more swig for the good band, and then dive right into this movie. All right. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Hmm. All right, I might need two after that, but fuck it. Let's just, let's get right into it. Let's jump into like it. I already mentioned, James and uh, Catherine, they are in an open re- relationship. Excuse me. Uh huh. So the first thing you see is Catherine with another man. Yeah, that's the opening scene. So it it straight away this movie doesn't you know it doesn't hide anything. Of, uh, it just straight up here's sex just yeah. from the from the very get go. Yeah, and they're like in some like plane factory or something like like that. an aircraft hangar. Yeah, yeah like that. Um, like the sex scene here isn't like, I mean it's bad, you know, but yeah. like, but it's not too bad compared to the next ones. But yeah. like, just like off the bat, you see this first, you're like, damn, all right, they're not messing around right here. Yeah, exactly. All right, 
But then you go into another fucking sex scene, and this is James, <laughs> yeah. right? James is, uh, it looks like some producer or director for some acting thing or whatever, Yeah, right? he's like, he's like a, yeah, I think he's a producer on a film or something, yeah. right? Yeah, something, and the thing is that, like, uh, when you, like, read, like, a synopsis on this, they tell you that James is, like, a director or some sort like that, but that is not even, like, part of of the movie really yeah it never really comes into play that he is like a director or anything uh-huh. like that yeah it just had it happens to be his occupation mm-hmm. right so he is with a woman and he's like uh you can imagine what's going on right oh, there yeah. right yeah. and he's being interrupted right uh-huh. so now you see that Catherine and james are with different people yet they are together so next scene they are on a balcony talking about their rather unsatisfactory sexual encounters they've had. Yeah. Right. Especially James, because he talks to Catherine about, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't really enjoy this one because, uh, someone was knocking on the door or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. And to that, she replies with, uh, maybe the next one, mm-hmm. which is very fucking important because <laughs> we'll get to that a lot later. Yeah. But I just think like like damn dude, in an open relationship like that where they're able to like talk about it and shit like that. Yeah, I think it shows that they're damaged too, because they, they oh, just yeah. the way they're talking to each other, it's kind of cold and soulless. Mm-hmm. And it, you could just tell something isn't right with these two people. Yeah, bro. It even makes you wonder like why the fuck are they even together? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they have like a shared masochism or something. That they just, I don't know, man. They just have yeah. self-destructive tendencies. Yeah. The one thing I'll say about this film too, dude, is that like they, in my opinion, um, I think Dave Cronenberg, he is a very good director. I'm just going to say it out there. I don't think he's a bad, he exactly knows what the fuck he's doing. Yes. Um, I do think that I think scene for scene, he does a poor job of just like going to the next one because you get one scene and then you get like straight to the next one with no segue. It's yeah. just, here's a scene. Here's another scene. Here's uh-huh. another scene. Uh-huh. Right. Because you get to like a scene where like they are talking on the balcony about how shit these like sexual encounters have been. Uh-huh. And then you just get to James just driving on the freeway. Like, it's like, what the fuck dude? Is there no like segue to this? You just boom straight ahead. <laughs> yeah. I think that could have been done a lot better. And the thing is like, it, it wasn't even just early on in the movie. It happens Throughout the entire movie. Uh-huh. It's just a little nitpick on my part. No, Again, don't. who the fuck am I to tell Dave Gronenberg? You know, like, hey, dude, clean this shit up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but next scene, dude, James is just driving on the freeway. It's like late at night. Uh-huh. Uh, you can see he's distracted, which he's like, he's like reading some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, on the uh, while he's driving, which obviously he shouldn't be doing. Yeah, he's like straight up just reading papers. Like, yeah. Like an asshole. Yep. So it's like, hey, you can't wait till you get home, dude. Is it that important? You haven't made it to seem like your job is that important since you're smashing this other person. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then straight up, he crashes yeah. his car. I got to say though, dude, this crash thing was very good, man. Yeah. It was very graphic. Yeah. It's very graphic because he is, it's a head on collision mm-hmm. and you see the driver and the opposing vehicle just get injected straight through the mm. windshield yeah. into his. Yep. Crazy. Done very well. I will give them their credit for that scene. Yeah, so the driver clearly is, like, dead of the other other car. And then uh, James is looking over, and that's when he notices... uh, Helen. Helen, right? Yeah. She's, like, staring at him, and then she takes off her seatbelt, and, like, she reveals her breast. I don't know if that was intentional 
are unintentional. Well, um, we don't know that quite yet, right? That, because yeah. we're we're unaware of their fetish at the moment. Yeah. Right. But she, yeah, correct, brother. So like, she has she takes off her seatbelt, mm-hmm. and it reveals her breast, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like staring like right at her. Yeah. Like that. It's like a really like uncomfortable scene uh-huh. and stuff like that. I will say this though. I did say they failed to go like any segues in this. In this uh-huh. one, they did not. Obviously, car crash, next thing would be a hospital visit, mm-hmm. right? Good shit right there, okay? Yeah. Hospital visit. I do got to say, man, like these, uh, the the bruises, the stitching, the leg brace, everything about these injuries look very real, very good, man. They yeah, did an incredible job with makeup here. Yeah, it cuts to his, a close-up of his leg all fucked up. It's like, it's like in some weird-ass like brace with like, yeah. that's like screwed into him. So obviously, his leg was shattered. Yeah. Well, maybe not shattered, but broken in a lot of places. Yeah, I very good job right there, man. It looked mm-hmm. very real. Yeah. Uh, graphic shit right there. Oof, oof. Good job on that. But uh, basically, like on the road to recovery, right? They have this like scene where they're like, uh, by this time they make it to a point that uh, some time has passed because when you first see him on the bed, all fucked up with the leg brace, uh-huh. there's no way he can walk, dude. There's absolutely no way. Yeah. So some time has passed. They've been healing already, right? So they uh-huh. go to this hallway scene where. James and Helen see each other for the first time after the incident, mm-hmm. right? And then this is like the introduction to Vaughn. Yeah, he's with Helen or something, right? Uh, yeah. So Vaughn is like this doctor, perhaps. Yeah, he's dressed. He's say. dressed like a doctor. Yeah, and you, right away you see with Vaughn, do that he's scarred. Mm-hmm. Like he has a lot of scars everywhere. He looks like he's been through some shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, and the, the one thing I want to say about Vaughn, dude, is that when he sees James, he like he takes a look at his leg brace. He looks at his wounds and everything. And he's like he's like almost infatuated. Yeah. With he, this leg brace. Dude. He gets like uncomfortably close to him, too. Like, it's, yeah. it's unsettling. Yeah. It's like, OK, bro, you want to fucking take a picture? I mean, and he's already got pictures like in his hand with yeah. other fucked up things. And he's just like really creepy and eerie. Mm-hmm. The, I think the whole scene is just kind of unsettling. It is, man. Mm hmm. And then, and then it goes into a fucked up scene right here. I wouldn't say <laughs> fucked up, but it's just like an uncomfortable one, right? Yeah. So, goes into uh, Catherine. Mm-hmm. She is soap, uh, soaping up. Uh, yeah, she's like basically uh, describing the car wreck scene and what the car is like. Yeah. That James is in. Mm-hmm. All while she's doing that, she's jerking him off. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just like, what the fuck, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is like the first scene where it's kind of getting to like, okay, what what is really going on here, yeah. right? <laughs> you know what I noticed about this scene, bro? Huh. Is that, all right, so obviously they're in the hospital, uh-huh. right? Fucking Catherine is lighting a cigarette. In what fucking hospital are they going to let a cigarette be fucking lit? Well, fuck, this is 96, right? So, uh-huh. uh, nah, th- I've never seen a cigarette be a, be lit in a, in a hospital. Uh, I don't remember. I've never. I didn't spend a whole lot of times in hospitals when I was younger. But I know the you know the cigarette smoking ban for like all the restaurants. Uh-huh. That was like late nineties, right? Maybe maybe mid nineties. So uh-huh. I guess maybe you could smoke in a hospital in ninety six. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, uh, it just caught my attention. I was like, what what what, what hospital person is going to fucking let this happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, viewers out there, let us know about that. Yeah, older okay. viewers, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> All right. So it gets to the next scene, dude, where like uh, some some time has passed because at this point now, not only is James able to walk, but you can see that like he's his face isn't bruised anymore. Uh huh. Right. He's uh 
he's uh, he he doesn't seem to be stitched up anymore. He is walking with a limp, a considerable limp. Yes. Right. And he gets into this like it's like a car lot where all these like fucked up cars are at. Yeah. That have been through car crashes, obviously. Uh huh. And right there, he sees Helen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I thought that was way too much of a coincidence. Way too much, bro. Yeah, like yeah, I uh, not even a nitpick. I believe that's a flaw, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, dude. And then so they they see each other. Which let's let's put shit in perspective right here before we get into the next shit. Okay, uh-huh. it's that uh, when Helen saw James, like in the hallway scene, she like walked away and said, "All right, that's the motherfucker that's responsible for my for my husband being dead." Uh huh. You know. So she want nothing to do with him. I, I, but then in this scene, he allows to be driven to the airport. Yes. Because they, they meet at this junkyard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever, like the car lot or whatever. Yeah. Say, and know? then they just kind of strike up a conversation of mm-hmm. like, oh, I wonder where my car's at. And then uh, I forgot if it was there or not, but I mean, that's irrelevant. But yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, I need a ride, and he, he he's already driving again, yeah. right? So yeah, he takes her for a ride. Excuse me, burp. <laughs> All right, so I I will say this, man, Dave Cronenberg, great direction right here, because uh, when they get into this like uh, conversation, right? Well, they're like, excuse me, holy shit, man, this fucking Mickey's creeping <laughs> up, brother. Yeah, Sorry about too. that. Me too. And then, so the fucking uh, they having this like awkward conversation, you know, but. What I like about this is that, like, the camera keeps panning over to James's seatbelt. Because oh, really? let's re- yes, because let's remember the seatbelt being what exposed Helen's breast Ooh. is what got him turned on while they went through the crash. Oh, you're right. That's right. He keeps like scratching his neck, yes. right? Because the the seatbelt is irritating him, right? Yeah, and you can see he's getting aroused by the by the talk that they're having because the camera keeps panning over to Helen's legs. Mm. Right. Have that's, you noticed that, brother? I didn't. I wasn't paying that close attention, but that's, yeah. that's a good observation. Yeah, brother. Like, uh, and then it, it wasn't just one time. It happened a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the seatbelt's very important here because it is the seatbelt. Like, let's say Helen decided to keep the seatbelt on, uh-huh. then her breast would have never been exposed from it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so true. the seatbelt comes way into play here. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then while they're having the conversation, uh, James almost crashes, man. Mm hmm. It, it was a good scene right there because, like, while they're having their conversation, there it's like a little awkward, a little quiet, and then a car crash or a car crash almost happens. Yeah, you hear the cars like honking and shit, uh-huh. and it's like a boom reminder. Hey, fucker, <laughs> pay you know, attention. Yeah. Pay attention. <laughs> the reason this happened in the you're in this awkward conversation is because you crashed. You motherfucker crashed. Yeah, so now I'm wondering, like, maybe that was intentional. Maybe he was getting so turned on he wanted to crash. Could be because, like, um. Again, is he was he aware of that he had this fetish? It's not until after, right? No, it's got to be already at this point. Because remember when his wife or his girlfriend, uh, I don't know if they ever clarify if they're married or not. But anyway, his significant other. Catherine. Yes. She's jerking him off to descriptions of the car crash. Right. And car- so he's already in it. He, That's right, brother. He may not fully acknowledge it, but he's, there's, he's already, you know, fucked up. Yeah. That would also... Um, Explain why he eventually uh, goes into the cult that which we'll get into shortly, Mm -hmm. bro. Yeah, yeah. And then it cuts uh, to a scene where, uh, excuse me, Helen and uh, James, uh, instead of taking him like to the airport, takes him to like the airport parking lot. Yeah, and they have a gratuitous sex scene. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know, right? They're just like just like that. Let's just do it. Fuck it. Yeah. And then you can even see a person walking yeah, behind. Yeah, I was about dude. to say they don't give a fuck, dude. They're just like, let's just do it here. And then people driving by, walking by, fuck Yeah. It. And then you know how I did mention that they do a pork job of going like a Segway and shit like that mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. like that? Because they are having a, a gratuitous sex scene in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to a, a shit you not, a 20 second sex scene with James and Catherine. Yeah. Like straight into straight it. Straight into it. Yeah, that's right. Straight into it with no talking. It just happens. It's <laughs> like, okay, dude, we get it. They're in an open <laughs> relationship. This was a little unnecessary. Like, what did these 20 seconds prove to you that they're in an open relationship? It's already proven already. Yeah. I don't Rather know. unnecessary for me, dude. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Come on. What do they talk about after? Because, yeah, there's like uh, him and Catherine are having sex, you know, after he had sex with Helen. Yeah. This is later in the day. Um, but what do they talk about right after? They're talking about something, right? Uh, don't recall about because like what I remember is that it was just like a twenty second scene. Uh huh. That they were they weren't talking. They were just they were just getting it on. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. And and then it goes into Helen and James going to Vaughn's cult, mm-hmm. the cult show. Yeah, they're holding some kind of weird show. Yep. Yeah, and so Vaughn has a microphone and he's he has like a cult basically because there's there's a group of people at the show yeah and he and what he's doing is he's talking into this microphone there's all these cars around him and he's describing this scene with the legendary james dean yeah because for all of you don't know james dean is an actor back in the day uh, i believe he was in that one movie east of eden right that's what it was i was gonna yeah. say Ro- uh, oh Cos, dude but... one of my favorite books of all time brother yeah east okay. of eden but yeah that's doesn't matter anymore yeah uh he died in a car crash so this cult, man, what they do is they do reenactments mm-hmm. of celebrities who have died in car crashes. Yep. So right here, they're doing the reenactment of James Dean's death. Yep. Which already, I'm like, dude, that is fucked up, dude. What kind of <laughs> what kind of group of people would assemble together to be in this shit? Well, and- you know what? It's actually not that surprising to me because there's a lot of cult following behind James Dean and his death. Really? That his car, the little bastard... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a whole theory that like that that car is completely cursed because like uh, James Dean was the first one that wrecked it, mm-hmm. and then the parts of it got sold off, and then all the parts that you know made it to other people they got in accidents and with it. So there's like this whole like cult following behind. That's crazy, it. dude. Yeah. So it's not that uh, surprising to me. Okay, but James and Helen are in attendance for this cult show. Yeah. Right. And this is a, the introduction to like a, a minor character named Colin, mm-hmm. right? He does come into effect a little later. Uh, so what? And then I, I gotta say this too, man. Like Vaughn, Vaughn's character, he he's very knowledgeable about yeah uh, these cars, mm-hmm. uh, the way James Dean died. Yep. Like he he he's very he tells like his cult. He's very they're very informed mm-hmm. about all the scenario and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So. So off the bat, you know, this Vaughn guy, he knows his shit with these car crashes, man. Yeah, almost like too much. Like, yeah. He's like way too into this. Fucking sadistic about mm-hmm. like the details in this shit, yeah. man. But what ends up happening is like he tells Colin, like, you're going to drive this car and I'm going to be the passenger. Mm-hmm. And then that's exactly what they do. They recreate the crash scene that killed James Dean. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. All while he has the microphone with him, dude. Yeah, yeah I know. Right? They, once they crash, they think they all got hurt. They're like, oh, uh-huh. is he dead? Is yeah. he hurt? And then he's still like slowly talking. Like, yeah. What the he fuck? drags himself out of the vehicle. <laughs> yeah. 
you know uh -huh. but but colin legitimately gets fucked up yeah he's got like a concussion or something yeah and then the cops show up mm -hmm. so the whole cult flees but everybody like takes off into like the, the like woods, the, right? the woods yeah. and shit like that, dude. <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of fucking ants, dude. Just yeah, scatter. yeah. And then, uh, I mean, you never see like how when they get there in the first place. Mm -hmm. But Helen and James are already there. Yeah. And then they take Vaughn with them, mm -hmm. right, for a drive. What I am assuming is Vaughn's home. Yes. Right. Well it's not his home because later on he says, "Like, do you live here?" He's like, "No, mm. I I sleep in my car." Gotcha. This, is, this is my workshop. So, so this is perhaps Col Colin's home. This is Colin's home. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, mm -hmm. brother. So, okay. <laughs> a fucking unnecessary scene, in my opinion. Eh, maybe not. But uh, so Vaughn is driving. Helen's in the middle. James is passenger side. Uh-huh. And Vaughn just starts fingering Helen, dude. <laughs> I don't it, remember that. It, it lasts maybe only 10 seconds. Again, with these, like, no segue scenes, dude, where it okay. goes here, here, and here. Mm -hmm. It's like, damn. It's like you're just gonna like have Vaughn finger her yeah, like that, know, like that. They they never really, besides the fact that they were together, like at the hospital. Yeah, that was like their only interaction. He's just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna finger you right here. Yeah, that's the that's the whole thing I was gonna bring up. It's funny that you mentioned it. Is that they don't really explain Helen's relationship to Vaughn. The first time we see them together is at the hospital, mm -hmm. so we don't know why they're together. Did she know Vaughn before the accident, or did he? Maybe like he worked on her because maybe yeah. like the pictures that he had with them were of, of Helen's her, injuries of her or maybe her dead husband's or could, something. Yeah, it could be. So yeah, but it doesn't explain it very well. So you don't know how long they've known each other for. Mm -hmm. So it it you're right. It's it's very weird. And then obviously he's finger blasting her. So yeah, it's <laughs> like I mean, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. So they take him to what we now know is Colin's home, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And then this is like the introduction to that one chick I said by Arquette. Mm -hmm. Whatever mm -hmm. Gabrielle is her name apparently. Yes. Yep. But I don't ever recall her name even being said. That's just what it says like in the in the end credits. And Rosanna like Arquette. It just hit God, me. I think right. that's her name. Okay. So when she comes in, she goes like, "What happened?" You know, and, and they're like, "Oh, it was the James Dean recreation." Uh -huh. And it's it gives off this vibe like, "Oh, again, you guys did this shit." <laughs> so it's like this isn't the first time they've done this shit, dude. Yeah, exactly. Again, they're playing with each other's like you don't just get in a car and crash, dude. Yeah. You're yeah. playing with your life there, but I guess it was a pretty good uh, way of of describing that these motherfuckers are crazy mm -hmm. and that they have this insane fetish with crashing shit. Yeah. All right. So then Vaughn takes Colin, who's like concussed, man. <laughs> yeah. He's you like can see he's up. he's yep. in bad shape, man. He's uh -huh. fucked up. Uh -huh. And he tells he tells Colin, he's like, "Hey, I want to go over these." Uh, these details with you about James Mansfield. Yeah. For me, brother, I I had no idea who James Mansfield was. Yes. I had to look into it. Apparently, she was a very famous actress. Yeah, she was. Right. Uh, her daughter was Mariska Hardigay, I think, or is Mariska Hardigay. The she's big in. Uh, God, what was she in? One of those CSI type shows. Mm, okay. Yeah, but, but but yeah, this woman Jane Mansfield passed away in a car crash. Yep. Which is why she gets brought up again. Yeah. They're together because. The cult that follows the recreations of these like celebrities that died in car crashes. Yep. Okay. So the Goldbergs like details. That's all you hear about. It does come into effect later on, but then Vaughn shows James a picture album, bro, of all these like car crashes and shit like mm, that. Yeah. But then in these fucking albums, he shows the scene of Helen and James having sex in that 
airport. So it's yeah. like, damn, this motherfucker was there the whole time taking pictures and they had no idea about it. Yeah, so this is another part of their weird relationship that we don't we have no idea. Like maybe she told him to be there, you know what I mean? So I don't know. And then another unsettling part of this Exa- scene. Yeah, right, because it's like how the first of all, how would Vaughn know yeah. that she was on the way to the airport? Uh-huh. And like, why the fuck are you even there? Yeah, it's very strange. And like I was gonna say, the another unsettling part of this scene is how close Vaughn gets yes, to James, bro. right? Fucking like, creep, dude. Yeah, he's a fucking creeper. The way he's describing it, he's like, you can tell he's like about to get off. Yeah. And then James is like, what the fuck? Like, you're a little yeah. too, you're a little too close there, buddy. He he's like smelling his scent, basically, <laughs> dude. Like his leather jacket that he's yeah, wearing and shit like that. What the fuck, man? And it, and even I was like, all right, bro, back the fuck up. Yeah. And then like on cue when that happened, dude, James realizes that he's behind him real close, and then he backs up. <laughs> yeah. You know, total fucking creep vibes here, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then fucking Zero Segway goes into a fucking gratuitous sex scene, man. Mm. Just like that. It is a scene with um, uh, Vaughn. No, I'm sorry. There's no gratuitous sex scene. I was going to say, I don't remember, but. Yeah. Uh, there's so many. It's hard to keep track. I know, right? No, next scene. <laughs> next scene is Vaughn and James in separate cars pursuing Catherine. Remember oh, that, dude? Oh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's put this shit already, all right? So Vaughn already is creeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what seems like on fucking uh, on James, yeah. But now he's pursuing Catherine. Uh huh. But like, when did that even come to effect? Like, when did he meet Catherine? It, they they were never together in the hospital. Unless, I don't think they ever unless, did. Unless unless he had seen her, like in the hospital with James. Uh huh. But you never see him like creeping or like looking. Well, we there already, was zero in interaction. We've already established that, that he's a creep, right? He's taking yeah. pictures of James and Helen fucking in the airport, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not too far fetched that he he knows who James's you know girlfriend or wife yeah. is. So he he's probably already been creeping on her. And yeah, this whole scene is weird because it's Vaughn. He's like following. Uh, what's her name again? Catherine. Catherine, sorry. It's and he, he gets very close to yeah, her, bro. Yeah, like he's about to rear-end her, and then yeah. it's like some weird cat-mouse scene, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I, like I mentioned, like James is in a separate car seeing this shit. Mm-hmm. So they pull up to like a gas station, but then Bond takes off. Yeah. By the way, that scene, shot-wise, was awesome. Seeing mm-hmm. him like drive away and like seeing... Vaughn's face like like ooh like he's having fun like he's toying with them and <laughs> yeah. shit like that yeah just to prove the point that this Vaughn guy is a piece of shit yeah and like a sadistic motherfucker and cause he gets very close to her bro yeah. like very and I think it's appropriate the car that he drives he drives some piece of shit yeah like beater it's like all fucked up it's almost kind of like an extension of him because you know he's got these mm-hmm. fucked up he's sc- scars and shit yeah his yes. car is like the same way it's like missing headlights it's like smashed in here and there so Ah, it's very interesting great observation brother very good it's almost like his scars are like uh like describing the piece of shit cars he drives yeah exactly or his body for that matter yeah you know and then on on cue fucking gratuitous sex in between james and helen and bro this is the scene where i saw and i i remember texting i said hey brother uh, we could probably do another movie because like (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, how about this one, dude? How about this one? Because I felt that, like, if we did this one, our listeners are going to be scared off from listening to our review, dude. I feel like up until this point, I was still like, this movie is ridiculous and bad. But my awakening of this is probably one we shouldn't do came later, towards the end. Okay, 
But for me, it was this scene, bro. This scene was so fucking uncomfortable to watch, dude. Yeah. Because it is a gratuitous sex scene yeah. with James and Catherine. But while James... Oh, wait. Okay. James is handling her. Catherine is fantasizing about Vaughn yes. and James having sex together. Let me jump in here. I was misremembering. I think you said a gratuitous sex scene with uh, Helen and James. No. There was a one where she asked him, like, did you come? Yeah. Again, sorry. There's so many. I know. There's so many, but but it's hard to keep up with these because, like, again, I mentioned (laughs) zero segue. It just happens, right? No. So, yes, this scene you're describing is definitely the most uncomfortable one. Is this the same? Is this the one you were referring to? Well. Or is there another one one later? The one at the very end is the one where I'm like, this is too fucked. Like, Mm -hmm. fuck this movie. Mm -hmm. But, no, this scene uh, is definitely one where I was like, oh, man, this is, like, this is bad. (laughs) So, bro, like. The thing is, when I watch this movie, I don't remember this scene. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, this must have been the point where I said, "All right, I'm gonna go grab a beer," and I'm a, <laughs> and I completely missed it because I do not remember this part. Well, you must have been grabbing a lot of beers because this one lasts for like a minute, dude. It's like it's so awkward and so long, right? Uh-huh. So, like, they're like grinding on each other. It's very. Uh, they don't leave a whole lot to the imagination. Let's yeah. Put it that way, right? And she's. She's describing Vaughn to him. Yeah, like fantasies of what she wants Vaughn and James to do. Yeah. While he's still going, while he's still like, like handling. Yeah. And just the shit they talk about is so fucked up. I don't don't even know if I should get into it, dude. Nah, the (laughs) the less said about it, the better, dude. Yeah, it's... uh... Lock your door for this scene, please. If you go out of your way to watch this, man. Yeah. Uh, don't watch it. Just listen to us fucking do this. We're watching this movie for you guys. Okay? Yeah. And then it goes into another fucking gratuitous <laughs> sex scene. This time it's just James and Helen. Yeah, that's at, the one. At the yeah. same airport. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this it's is... like, now they're going back to the same area where they, <laughs> they smashed the first time. Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What I was must... the purpose of this scene, dude? Is it to just to say to have like a rendezvous and shit? But like, why? <laughs> why? I'd like to know what was the point of this yeah, scene. Yeah, because it just jumps into them like they're just fucking in the back seat, and then there's really no context because it doesn't. It opens with that, right? Yeah. And then James doesn't finish, and she even asks him like, "Did you come?" And he's just like, "I'm all right." Yeah. And so you, you know that something's wrong. Like he's not enjoying himself, I guess. But anyway, and then then they go into what they're originally talking about. You know, like she's like, okay, so you've had sex with all these guys in cars, and the, the, that's when the that's when the dialogue starts. So it's like, mm-hmm. why did we need that sex scene, right? Yeah, I guess just to illustrate the fact that these people are depraved. Yeah, dude, <laughs> they could have even they could have even put like some shit, like uh, like maybe them in the car, like like maybe putting their clothes back on to inform yeah. mm-hmm. that oh they've already they've had a sex again yeah exactly and yeah. then get into it but no it's just <laughs> fucking like them in the back and then they go into this awkward dialogue about shit like that yeah exactly you know? and it was so fucking like unnecessary dude <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel, yeah and then i i, I want to say like like maybe like a little theory here the reason like he didn't like like finish and shit is because they weren't talking about the car crash because you know how like Catherine would like would explain to him how the car looks and then mm-hmm. be jerking him off to it. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, obviously he fucking nuts like doing that. There was <laughs> nothing here for that. So that would explain his character that he didn't he didn't, it didn't culminate to that because there was no dialogue regarding gotcha. the fucking car crash or anything yeah. like so, that. So yeah, so what you're saying is pretty much at this point he's so fucked up that he needs yeah a car crash. Yes, to and, get and, off. 
And so because of this, bro, the very next scene is where the cult is together at Collins Pad and they're watching crash scenes, dude. Mm -hmm. And while this is happening, bro, everybody in the cult are like groping themselves, man. <sighs> you see a guy putting on a bra, feeling his imaginary titties, dude, <sighs> while this was going on. And then like everybody just grabbing each other, dude. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck am I watching, dude? I feel I like... I do remember watching that part, okay? <laughs> I, I, I will don't, say. I don't, but, you know, I know I watch this movie, so I think um, it's PTSD for me, so this is like my brain automatically blocks shit out that I don't want to remember. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then it gets into, like, what I would say is, like, another fucking, like, unnecessary scene. Mm -hmm. It was just there. Was that Vaughn and James are driving together at night, and, dude, they're driving oh, this yeah. piece of shit car, dude. Yeah, they're driving, like, his fucked up car. Right? Yeah, yeah, right? And they pick up a hooker. Yeah. Right? And then it's just Vaughn pretty much having his way in the backseat of, of the car with yeah. this, like, convertible. Mm -hmm. Right? I, what was the point of this scene? Please. Yeah, like, what the fuck was it? Like, they pick up a hooker. Like, uh-huh. For what? Just for another sex scene? Yeah, you're right. Because this was, like... I don't even know why they're... I guess they're trying to show up their friends now or something. So... Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, okay, I'm gonna try to say like I'm <laughs> reaching here, man. Okay, because oh, excuse me, there's another burp right there. I'm gonna try to say right here, brother. Okay. So while the hooker's in the back seat, right, mm -hmm. you can see Vaughn kind of like looking at her legs mm -hmm. and like bending them and shit like that, mm -hmm. kind of like in a way as I'm like, mm, like this this woman's like body. I wonder what it would look like if it yeah. was capable to go through a car crash. Oh, God, yeah, and shit like that, you know. And then he just like, yeah, they have that whole fucking sex scene and shit like that. Uh -huh. But eh, again, like, what was the point of this shit? Because the hooker never comes back into play. Yeah. Is it what? Just that they're tight once another? He, they're like, we already know that James is already in the cult with them. Yeah. What exactly did they need here in this scene to establish this shit? I, don't know. I think it's just another scene to show how depraved they are and how fucking sick. I mm -hmm. guess, but yeah, it's. Uh... Doesn't add a whole lot to the plot. It doesn't, dude. Careless scene right here. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's get into the scene where there's like a, uh, there's a, there's a scene where like Catherine and James are together, right? Mm -hmm. And like the cops show up to like tell Vaughn, like your car's fucked up. Are you, oh, are you part yeah. of this? You yeah. Know? And then he tells him like, you need to like, I'll, I'll drive you back home or wherever the fuck he needs to go. Right. Mm -hmm. They don't even say like where he's taking him because Vaughn lives in his car, right? Yeah. He doesn't have a place to stay, mm. but they apparently drive somewhere, right? Yes. So they end up going to this freeway, dude, right? And there's an accident in this freeway, <sighs> right? So they pull over to the fucking side, which I thought this part was stupid because- Yeah, this is a nitpick for me because yeah. it's like, who? why are these, are there no like scene control? Right. Like, when the fuck can you just drive up on the side of like a, a, a vicious accident and yeah. just start taking pictures and shit? Yeah, and, and there's no tape around. Yeah. Vaughn just casually comes in with this, Fucking yeah, camera, camera starts taking yeah. pictures of everybody. Mm -hmm. There's gonna be somebody there to say, like, hey man, back the fuck up. You yeah. can't be here. No, yeah. he comes in, he takes picture pictures of the wreck. He even has Catherine posing yeah, in she's... the fucking cars, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, she's like laying on the hoods and shit. It's yeah. Like, it's like get the fuck out of there. Yeah, like like uh Vaughn's already like a fucking creep, like we established, bro. Uh-huh. But then you can see that Vaughn's infatuated with her because yeah. like he's close to her, uh -huh. he's having her pose. Yep. With the wreck and shit like that, because we already know that he's been he's turned on by these car wrecks and shit. Yeah. So now he's putting her in the shit that he is aroused with. Yeah. So major creeper vibes right there again, bro. <laughs> I mean, and then the, the crazy thing about this, right, is that 
while, once Vaughn is taking these pictures, right? Now he sees that the another flaw here, bro, is that no, there should be cops there already. How the fuck are they there before the cops are there? Well, there's already people there. There's already like emergency personnel there cutting the people out of the cars with like the jaws of life and shit. Yeah, yeah I get that part, bro. But like, it's like you don't actually see cops. So it's like yeah. the emergency people are there. Then the cops should be there. Uh-huh. It shouldn't be them taking pictures of them and then they stumble upon the body that dies. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I guess they they don't show any cops, so you're right. Yeah. And then you see Vaughn taking pictures of the body mm-hmm. and it's Colin, dude. Yeah. And then he sees that there's a wig mm-hmm. that he's on. So and then the Chihuahua in the back. Yeah. So then he says, Holy shit, these are the details I was telling him. This is the stunt. Or right or like the recreation yeah. of James Mansfield, James, uh, James, James Mansfield, Manfield. Mansfield's uh, death and the yeah. fuck. <laughs> that part is pretty fucked up though. Yes, you gotta say. Yeah, but again, like they should not be anywhere near this fucking scene, dude. Uh huh. Yeah, and then after that, dude, they go into a car wash scene, right? Yeah. This car wash scene was rather uncomfortable to see too. Mm-hmm. First of all, why are they going? Are they going to the the car wash scene because are they going through the car wash because like Vaughn, they the cops told Vaughn like, oh your car looks suspicious and shit, <laughs> or what? Like why are they into a car wash? Yeah, I don't know. Do you dude. remember? No, I don't. I don't. Because like like yeah like sure like the car's been through a lot of shit, mm-hmm. but he didn't exactly do anything that for what the cops told him that you were being searched for. Yes. So it's like, what are you there to fucking go to the car wash for? <laughs> because clearly he doesn't give a fuck about like the car being the condition that it is, dude. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So in this car wash scene, James is driving, mm-hmm. and Vaughn just takes Catherine, and they have a gratuitous sex scene mm-hmm. while James is looking on. Ah, Jesus. And dude, this fucking scene dragged, bro. It was very uncomfortable. Like, Vaughn is groping Catherine. He's... The way he's feeling her and touching her, dude, it was so uncomfortable, dude. And it was, like, rough as shit. And then, clearly, like, you can see that in the next scene, like, Catherine's laying in a bed, and she's all bruised up, bro. She's mm. battered. She's all fucked up, dude. And then, like, her bruised, uh, like, Vaughn's, like, fingers are pretty much, like, imprinted, yeah. bruised in her. Yeah, uh-huh. But it fits James's fingers perfectly as well. Mm-hmm. And damn, she didn't have to say anything. Oh, she didn't, dude. She was just laying in bed, and you can see, like, how fucked up, like, she got after Vaughn was done with her, dude. Yeah. It was a fucked up scene, dude. Yeah. All right? And then I got a fucking nitpick right here, brother. Okay. Slay on me. So this is where, again, no segue here. They go into the chick, right? Gabrielle. Yep. The Arquette woman, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. She is now at a car dealership with James. Mm-hmm. When the fuck did they ever establish that they were like cool with one another? It's just them at a dealership. Yeah. Why are they together? Why? Tell me. What interactions did they have? Why would they be kicking it outside that they're in a cult? They never engaged in anything. So why would they even be in this dealership? Didn't they have like some scenes together where they talk at uh, Colin's house? No, because like Helen was in between them. Okay. Because, like, remember when they were together at Colin's house? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Helen was feeling her uh, while okay. they were, like, groping each other okay. and shit like that. So, right. like, Helen was always in between them. Okay. So, yeah. why are they together? Like, this doesn't make any sense. This scene was pointless to me. <laughs> yeah, who right? knows, man, at this It was point. dumb as shit because yeah. it's like, okay, 
you two, for whatever random reason, are together at this random dealership, and you're infatuated with this car. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new car. Yeah. Like Why would BMW, you be infatuated? Right? Because like your 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 kink is that you're infatuated with the cars that are fucked up. Yeah. Not that they are brand new. Yeah, it's such a weird scene too. Because <laughs> right, like, dude, am like, I missing something here? Like, the, what the fuck. I think it's just another one of those disturbing scenes because she like hobbles up to the car, and she the salesman's like, "Hey, can I help you?" And she's like, "I just want to see." If I can sit into this car like a normal person, it's just weird. It's just very strange because they like sexualize it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's also like the the poster for one of their movies is when her legs are separated. You can see her leg brace. Yes. On front of the car. Like if if this was maybe Vaughn with her, I would have been like, okay, okay. I would not have questioned it. And the reason why is because earlier in the movie, you see that Vaughn is infatuated with leg braces and shit like that. Yeah. She has two of them. And so, like they they made this scene that oh, I'm my my knee brace is 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 caught on this car. Yes. So why would James be with her? Yeah, I don't know. You, dude. you get what I'm saying, bro? It's weird like, too because I did. Vaughn is the one that's infatuated with these knee braces and shit like that, and all these scars and all the stitching and shit like that. Yeah, and it's not weird. James. It's weird too because they do focus in on like this weird scar she has like on her left leg, I think, on their back left leg. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up, and people were saying, like, oh, it's supposed to look like a vagina. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. Because, because she's wearing this, like, fishnet stocking, right? Yeah. So James has to, like, rip it open with his hands and then fucking puts his finger down it. Ugh. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I almost covered it right there, dude. Because, again, like, at least the makeup and the stitching <laughs> shit in, hit, in this shit looks pretty real. And, you know, this is, I mean, not to jump into a later part of the, yeah. the podcast, but... This is the second Cronenberg film where, you know, there's a some weird vagina-ness. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about Videodrome, if any of you have ever seen it. It's uh, another one that's very strange. But yeah, it's, it's such a fucking weird scene, man. It is. And it has Gabrielle, who's not even an important character. It's yeah. like, why are you here, ho? <laughs> you know, like, fuck, why? <laughs> why? Like, uh, it was so fucking dumb. It was mm-hmm. pointless, dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But then... But then uh, it goes into the scene where I, and then right here, bro, I was just like, yeah, I don't want to fucking almost like review this movie mm-hmm. because it gets said to Vaughn going to a tattoo shop. Yeah. Right. And he's getting, again, he has these like pictures of the wreckage yep. always with him and mm-hmm. shit, right? So he's getting these like, these wreckage photos tatted on himself now. Yeah. And then like, he even tells the tattoo artist, hey, these tattoos are looking too good. They can't be too good. Mm -hmm. They got to be fucked up, basically is what he's saying. Yeah. You know, because he doesn't care about how, it just needs to look fucked up because a wreckage should not look good at all. And what's also weird too is the lady giving him the tattoos is like a doctor. Mm -hmm. Because she even says like, these are medical tattoos. They're supposed to be clean. Yeah. So this is again kind of like a callback to the really in the film when he's dressed like a doctor. So is he like in the medical field somehow? Because he knows this doctor lady that's tattooing. Because I mean, back then uh, there were medical procedures where they would tattoo on you for like incisions and stuff, but they don't do that shit anymore. Well, he is, bro, because uh, if you go to the end credits, Uh his name is Dr. Robin Uh Vaughn. Okay. A, so they they don't explain that in the movie, but okay. they tell you in the end credits that he's Doctor mm, Robert Vaughn. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense now, right? Yes. So it makes you wonder. Also, are there more people, more personnel in mm-hmm. this unit of yeah. doctors that have this fetish the same as he does? Yeah. Fuck. 
You know what I mean? Yes. And this is where, to me, bro, it just gets so uncomfortable, dude. Mm-hmm. Because while he's getting these tats, he calls James. James, yeah. I need you to be here <laughs> for these tattoos. <laughs> yeah. And then again, no segue. They are in a, somehow they get a hold of this limo. Uh-huh. Where did they get a hold of this limo? Uh, fuck, I don't know, man. They are in this limo and they start having sex, dude. <laughs> the less said about it, the better. So whatever Catherine was fantasizing. Yeah. It's exactly what they are doing in this scene. James and Vaughn have a gratuitous sex, and even those two have one <laughs> together, dude. I know. Uh, this was the scene that I was referring to where I was like, dude, this is fucked. This is like, this is just fucked. It's fucked, bro. <laughs> Indeed, they do fuck, man. Let's carry on. Yeah. yeah fuck, go. man. It goes into the freeway scene, bro. Again, no yeah. fucking segue. Now, no. now Vaughn is just driving. Yep. He is in the freeway pursuing James and Catherine who are in a separate car. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, though, bro, this scene is pretty intense. Like the way Vaughn is in the freeway, how he's like yelling and he's driving. Yeah. And dude, Vaughn, he, dude, like he's already scarred yeah. everywhere, dude. He already looks fucked up, but his expressions, the way he like yells and everything like that is just mm-hmm. so good yeah. with this whole pursuit. And you're kind of like, which, by the way, bro, I'm not rooting for James anymore. Like, like, yeah. not not even anymore. Like, he just to me isn't really a likable character. None of these fucking people are. Yeah, nobody. So is, I'm not yep. exactly rooting for anybody. Uh-huh. But during this scene, I'm just like, cl- clearly, Vaughn's the more fucked up person here. <laughs> yeah. But get away from this motherfucker, dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, get away from him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And he evades him, but he hits a bus. He flips over, and right here, bro, I have a nitpick, bro. They okay. did a fucking absolute poor job of him. Uh, hitting the bus, mm-hmm. crashing because he goes over a bridge. Yeah, never do you see his car going over the bridge. You see, you see James driving pulling, by, yeah. driving by, pulling over, mm-hmm. and then him, which is stupid, to get out and cross the freeway, <laughs> and then look down the bridge, and then down you see the wreckage. Yeah, and uh, you see fire and everything. It's like okay, something exploded. Okay, where the <laughs> fuck was this? You know, yeah. there was nothing. There was no explosion. Why is yeah. this shit on fire? Like. When did you ever see like Vaughn's car go over a a, a bridge? Yeah. And by that way, for that to happen, he would have had to have collided and then go over. You mm-hmm. don't see any marks on the bridge. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably like a budget constraint. I think they could <laughs> they could, they probably spent all their money on all the gratuitous sex scenes, so they ran out they ran out of money for the final action pack crash off the bridge into a on the top of a bus scene. In the beginning of the movie, there were a bunch <laughs> of planes, bro. They could yeah. have taken two planes out if they wanted to fucking do a budget sheet for that shit, dude. Yeah. All right? <laughs> that ain't going to work with me right here, bro. Yeah, okay. Fucking I got you. Yeah. But I will say, the scene was very intense. Mm-hmm. It was filmed pretty well. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But I will say, though, is that when Vaughn, because he dies right here, bro. He yeah. dies. Yeah. To me, it felt like an afterthought. Yeah. It was, it was almost like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Okay, cool. Let's go <laughs> exactly. to the next scene. Exactly. That's how they portrayed it. It was just so, like, you know, cut and paste. There was yeah. no nuance to it. He's oh, he's dead. Okay. Yeah, I I did not like that because, like, for me at least, I thought the character of Vaughn deserved a better ending because yeah. he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> to me, it didn't do it justice. Yeah, you know, uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, just nah, not not a fan of how how that happened, man. It could have done a lot better, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I think they were trying to portray it, too, that, like, that's the way he wanted to die. And it's like some weird, extravagant car crash. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, crashing off the side of the bridge and landing on top of a bus and exploding is a pretty epic car crash, I guess. Yeah. 
I, I do have a theory regarding mm-hmm. uh, some shit. I'll get back to okay. um, Bond and this shit, okay? Because we're, we're towards the end right here, mm-hmm. right? Uh, again, it goes to Gabrielle, and now with a scene with Helen in the car lot. Mm-hmm. A little unnecessary for me. They are just laying in the car of yeah. a wreckage. Uh-huh. Why are they there? Sure. Okay. Helen is the one that separated um, James Mm-hmm. From Gabrielle? Yeah. Why are they together? They have never established anything besides that they were in a cult and feeling on each other, I guess, or whatever, but they never engaged in anything. Why are they there? It, another unnecessary scene, in my opinion. Maybe it's there to show that these people share some deep connection in their fucked up fantasy and excitement of car crashes that they don't really even need to know each other. They just bond. So that's why. Maybe that's why. I'm could not, be, brother. I'm reaching for the stars here, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. Dave Cronenberg's a good director, bro. I know he knows what the fuck he's doing. But why? This shit was pointless, dude. Yeah. They're just laying in this fucking lot. I think a lot of these scenes are just there for shock value and just to be absurd. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And again, bro, no segue. Goes mm-hmm. into the next shit. And this is James driving like a madman. Yeah. Like around his very fuck like these segues, dude, if I can even call them that, <laughs> we're so lazy, dude. You don't just like it would be like me if I get in my car and I go to the store and the next scene I'm at <laughs> night at work. No, you don't just cut here. There, there's a whole gap of shit that yeah. happens for me to get to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These these segues were so lazy, dog. I hated them, dude. Yeah, okay. They I were so bad. It's like, okay, Vaughn dies, dude. And then the next scene, like, there's Helen and Gabrielle at a lot. And then it's it's James is driving like a fucking madman. Yeah. Uh, explain why. <laughs> Please explain. What's going on here? It's, I don't know. It's just the flow of the movie. Yeah. Right? And so what, what's <laughs> happening here is that he's pursuing Catherine in her car. Uh-huh. Right? And then he gets very close, like very much the same way Vaughn was close to her, pursuing her yeah. earlier in the movie. He's like, he's like trying to run her off the road. And he does, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. And here I have a theory about this, dude. Okay. And we're going to get into that in a bit. So he ends up like ramming her. Uh, not like that. Because I know this movie is like, <laughs> you know, you know, he rams yeah. her like some in the movie, but not, yeah. not this way. There's a lot of ramming in this movie. Yeah. So he rams <laughs> her car is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she flips over. And lands in this like grass area. Yeah. And again, if it were more realistic, I think only maybe one honk, one car honked. Yeah. And saying like, hey, what the fuck, dog? You're driving like a piece of shit. Yeah. Not realistic at all. Okay. All right. And then he pulls over and then he goes and sees that Catherine's car is fucked up, is yeah. fucked up flips mm. over, and then she got ejected out of the car. Uh huh. And then he see, I mean, his fetish is that he loves car crashes and shit like that. So he sees Catherine on the ground on the grass. And <laughs> this part actually had me laughing, dude, because like <laughs> Catherine says she's not hurt. Yeah. Even though clearly she is. But when James gets to her, her bottoms are already undressed, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I did notice that. Yep. It's like, was she driving without any no. bottoms, dude? Or like, or did, was it she got rammed so fucking hard in her car? that her (laughs) bottoms came out no i think what happened is the the car flipped right yeah and she crawls out and then she just takes her bottoms off because she knows what's coming yeah coming (laughs) yeah that that wasn't the best phrasing but (laughs) yeah okay james sees her says i'm not hurt 
and they engage in a gratuitous sex scene, mm-hmm. right? And then again, he she says, I'm not hurt, to where James replies with, maybe the next one. Yeah. The very same way this movie started, basically, with the with fucking, a sex scene, the and sexual a... encounters that didn't fit uh-huh. right with him. Yep. And it's just like, okay, like I see what they were going there. Maybe the next one, which puts my theory, bro, mm-hmm. which is death is the only way that their fetish could ever culminate, bro. Yeah. There's no other way to like satisfy that rush that they want. Yep. Unless, which goes back to me with Vaughn mm-hmm. because he ended up dying. Yeah. And although it was an afterthought, this is pretty much the way he, I would say he would want to go out. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. but again, dude, I was just like, mercifully, this shit is over. <laughs> I do. I'm glad this movie ended. Yeah, me too. At this point, I was like, I was looking at my phone. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck, man? Like, fuck. Yeah, it's and it ended like that, man. Mm-hmm. Like a car. They're right next to the car wreck. Mm-hmm. They're having a gratuitous sex scene next to the car wreck. That's, that's how the it. movie ends. That's it. The end. And that's it. The end. And I said, fuck, dude. Well, that's what they were doing. <laughs> and like i'm just like all right thankfully this is over uh-huh. but what the fuck did i watch man yeah mm. and, you know i don't remember it being this bad the first time me I neither saw dude i don't know maybe my young mind was uh more open to weird ass shit and <laughs> yeah bro because if if i watched this movie yeah i would have told a co-worker the next day oh, Jesus. you know and i i don't remember like i watched it and i never told anybody yeah up until when, like, when we were like putting like putting names in the hat. All right, what what could be our finale? Mm-hmm. And then what about Crash? We seen. Oh, dude, that's a fucked up one. Yeah. You know. And then could we do this one? And then, ah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't remember it being this fucked up. Me like, this is like maybe because I'm older. This is just this is yeah. just absurd. Our words do not do it justice. But I would tell you. Do not watch this movie. I do not yeah. recommend it. Yeah, it's do not. Thankfully, it's hard to find. You can't really stream it anywhere. Mm-hmm. You would have to either go out and buy it or acquire it in some other way. Mm-hmm. But please don't do it. This movie. Yeah, I like David Cronenberg. I like James Spader. I like Holly Hunter. I like a, yeah. a lot of the people in this film. But this film is not good. I don't know. It definitely fits the narrative of movies. That are so fucked up that we had to end it on a finale with this yeah, one, brother. Yes. All right. So the movie's over right there. So now we're going to get into some of the other notable work from these people. Uh-huh. All right. Let's go. Let's start with uh, Dave Cronenberg. Yep. All right. I am a big fan of him. I will say this, man. I, I, I've enjoyed a few of his movies, man. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He is a great director, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody's already seen The Fly. Right, yep. brother? Have you yes. seen The Fly? Yes. Yeah, All right. Jeff Goldblum. Yep. yep. Great movie. Man, they made him look like such an ugly ass motherfucker in it, dude. <laughs> right? Good movie. Before, before he turns into the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Good movie. Yeah. But yes, he directed that one. Uh-huh. Uh Do you have a movie you'd recommend from him, bro? Before I get into some of these two. Yeah, I really like the movie Scanners. Uh, okay, it's a pretty good one. It's got I haven't seen that one. Michael Ironside. Uh, I don't remember the other the main actor's name, but uh, it's a it's a very interesting movie. Mm. We there was a. A David Cronenberg movie that we were thinking about doing for season one, brother, mm-hmm. that we never got to. Remember Existence? Oh, Existence. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I still haven't gone out of my way to check that movie out. It's got, uh, what's, it's Jude Law and uh, what's the woman's name? I, yeah. uh, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. That is Jennifer. Yeah. yeah. It's, that movie is, 
Not quite as weird as this one. Dude, the plot of it, I thought, was very interesting, <laughs> dude. Um, the premise of it, I thought, because yeah. like the whole like virtual shit yeah. that comes with it. Uh, but I, I never went out of my way to watch it. Dude. You know, now that I think about it, I think that movie has some weird vagina penetration thing too. <laughs> so I'm, I'm starting to see a theme here with David Cronenberg. Yeah, mm. yeah. But uh, I have two movies from David Cronenberg. People should go out of their way to watch. Okay. I, I have these. Uh, two movies they're in my collection mm -hmm. the first one is a history of violence mm. very good movie with vigo mortensen it's one of my favorites that's a fucking good ooh. movie man i ooh. believe ed helms no ed uh ed helms <laughs> not, not Stu from the ed Hangover. harris ed, ed harris. harris thank you brother thank you yeah ed harris does an amazing job and i feel like one of the best scenes in the entire movie is when he meets his brother at the very end uh -huh. and uh, they have that whole conversation back yes. and forth. that's yes. one of the best fucking scenes i think in, in cinema? cinema history, yeah, it's nice. just it's just so ugh, it's fantastic great. shit. Yeah, a history of violence. Go out and check that movie out. Mm -hmm. It's much better than Crash. You have yeah. my word. And the last one I'm going to bring up is Eastern Promises. Mm. Very good movie. Yes, Viggo Mortensen is in it as well. Mm -hmm. I will say this about Viggo Mortensen, bro. He has to have a Russian accent in this. Mm. Viggo Mortensen is very good with his accents, dude. Oh yeah, he's yeah. very good. Like Leonardo DiCaprio is very good with his. Uh, with his accents in different movies. Yeah. I think Viggo Mortensen is much better than him. I will say. As far as like fucking accents go. He's one of like my most underrated, like low key favorite actors. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I if you told me who's your favorite actor, I wouldn't name him off the bat just because I forgot about it, but he's in a lot of good shit. He is. He bro. does a great job. There's not one performance where I'm like, he fucking sucked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. Man. Mm. Viggo Mortensen deserves way more praise, man. Yes. So hopefully these two films make you go out of your way to check out Viggo Mortensen's work and not only his, Dave Cronenberg's as well. Mm -hmm. All right. Next person we're to get to is James Spader, bro. Mm -hmm. And the only movie I ever saw, I saw him in is Stargate. <laughs> I, and I'll be honest, bro. It was okay mm -hmm. for me. That was my introduction to James Spader. I thought it was okay at best. I wouldn't say go out of your way to watch it. Yeah. But you have a movie of his, right? That you would... Go out of your way to watch? You would I, recommend? I do like James Spitter. He's in a lot of these weird-ass fucking movies. I will say that. But one of the ones that's jumping out of me right now I like is uh, called White Palace with mm -hmm. Susan Sarandon. It's about uh, a young guy played by James Spitter who loses his wife in like a car accident. Uh, oh, more crashes. Great. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> the central theme. But he meets Susan Sarandon and she's a beautiful older lady mm. and they Marissa embark. Tomei is one too well yeah my wife yeah but back then I think Marissa Tomei was still a beautiful younger lady because this what do you was mean like back then she still is beautiful bro what are you talking well, about that's I'm saying she's younger back then oh I see White yeah. Palace I think was like either 90 or like it was either oh, early okay. 90s or late 80s but anyways oh, word, word, word. so he, he starts this relationship with Susan Sarandon but it's taboo because she's like a 45 year old woman he's mm. like a 20 year old kid it's a Interesting movie. It's got some sex scenes in it, but it's, I mean, it's not too bad. I mean, well, if you can watch Crash, then I'm sure you can <laughs> no. watch that one. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, nothing about, uh, nothing related. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Is that the only one, brother? I thought there was another one you mentioned earlier. Uh, James Spader. Fuck. I can't think of anything on top of my head, but it's probably the beer because I'm already, I'm already <laughs> almost full. I'm already almost finished with my 40 ounce here. Same, brother. Yeah. All right, let's move on to. Elias Coteas, man. Mm -hmm. Dude, please, please tell me you've seen all you listening out there, right? Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles, bro. <laughs> he played Casey Jones. He was awesome mm -hmm. as Casey Jones, man. Yeah. I will always remember that scene 
where he's eating the apple on the swing and he falls. Mm-hmm. And I remember just as a kid, like laughing and shit. <laughs> but like everything, like the fucking long hair, the That's fucking mask, say. everything, dude. He, he was so sick in it, bro. And then I was just like, damn, like why haven't I gone out of my way to check out more Elias Cotea's shit, dude? Yeah, he's in you a know? lot of shit, yeah. He's in a lot of shit. And then I realized, because I checked out his filmography. Mm-hmm. And then, dude, he was only for, he was only in this movie, I'm about to say, for like, 30 seconds okay but he was awesome is shutter island dude he was mm. actually in shutter island mm. he played the andrew latest mm. with the fucked up scar down from his ear to his face mm. he was only there for th- like 30 seconds dude but damn he was sick in it dude yeah and he and off of that movie he probably got more than what i get in a year so fuck <laughs> yeah Man. for me uh one of my favorite movies with him is uh the thin red line mm that's a it's a war movie, but it's not your typical war movie. I remember my dad rented it because we wanted to see like a you know gory war movie, and we yeah. watched it. And my dad was like, "What the fuck is this? It's like some it's got an ensemble cast, and there's a whole like history behind the direction." Is of it. uh is Jared Leto in that one or am I yes. tripping? Dude, he's is in he? it. Okay, he's in it for like two minutes and he dies. I mean, oh, spoiler shit. alert. <laughs> but uh, no, there's there's a ton of actors. John Cusack. There's it's there's. George Clooney's in it, or he was in it, but he got cut. There's a bunch of actors that oh. were in it and got cut. There's like a whole story behind, you know, the horrible directing. Uh, well, not horrible directing, but like the making of the movie where a lot of scenes got cut. But it's a really good movie. I recommend checking it out. It's very poetic. It's it's a deep thinker movie. It's not yeah. just an action war movie. Gotcha, bro. I got to check that one out because uh, there was a review. You, I, th- I want to say it was Wrecking for a Dream, right? When we said Jared Leto movies? Yes. And that one got brought up, and I still haven't gone out of my way to watch it, It's brother. a great movie, yeah. I'm going to check that out, dude. Last one, Holly Hunter. Mm. Uh, there are two movies I've seen from her that people should go out of the way to check out. The first one is 13. Have you seen 13, bro? You know, oddly enough, I have seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends at the time, we were all like 18, 19. He's like, hey, man, you got to check out this sweet movie. And we're just a group of guys, and it turns out to be 13, which mm-hmm. is like a fucking weird movie yeah. like, that you want to recommend to your guy friends. So, <laughs> yeah, I have seen yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was like 14 when I watched it, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, a very young Evan Rachel Wood is in yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Holly Hunter plays her mom. Yeah, the mom, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, either I'm tripping, or I think I saw Vanessa Hudgens in that movie, too. Like uh, a real young Vanessa Hudgens. You're probably right. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But I thought it was a very good movie. Yes, I, I got to go back and rewatch it, dude, just to see how, like, because obviously I've matured since then. Yeah, it's a depressing it's, movie. It is. And the next movie I want to bring up, fuck, I love this movie, man. I am not <laughs> a big Nicolas Cage fan. <laughs> to me, the epitome of hit or miss in an actor in movies is Nicolas Cage. <sighs> Either I love his movies or I hate them, dude. Uh-huh. But this is one that I fucking love, and it's Raising Arizona, yep, man. Yep, I knew it, yeah. I've fucking love this movie it's just a great film though it's so good Mm -hmm. man like nicholas cage bro (laughs) if if you give him the right (laughs) shit dude he will be fucking amazing yeah Uh he's an oscar winner right bro Mm -hmm. for leaving las vegas oh that's a great one yeah yeah bro like nicholas cage don't just do it for the money you're already rich brother do some good shit, man, well, for know, a change. I, I heard he he blew all his fortune on like stupid shit. Like he bought like a, a dinosaur bone <laughs> carcass for like five million dollars. So the reason why he makes a lot of these shitty movies, you know, in the past twenty years, is because he's just trying to get a paycheck. 
Fuck, Don. But Raising Arizona is, is a great one, man. Uh, Fuck, I love that movie, dude. John Goodman is in it. Yes. Right? <laughs> dude, the scene when he breaks out of jail, when he comes out of the mud. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I, I think when I saw that movie the first time, mm-hmm. uh, I rewinded it like three times. Because that scene was so funny. He mm-hmm. doesn't say shit. He just yells. Mm-hmm. It's raining and he crawls out of the mud. <laughs> fucking, it's so good, man. That's and a then, great dude, one, yeah. there's, there's a joke in Raising Arizona that fucking makes me laugh, dude. If someone's uh, having a shitty day, I tell them this joke. So I say, all right, so a guy walks into a bar. Uh, or no, I think I'm butchering it already, dude. So <laughs> it, it, it goes something along the lines of like, He's like, cause like, you know how like, uh, the premise of the movie is that he's, he like kidnaps like one of the babies from like the yeah, octuplets yeah. or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he gets caught up and shit. Mm-hmm. And like his friend is like trying to like make him feel better. So he tells him a joke. <laughs> right. So, so his friend's like, he's like, so a guy walks into a bar with a big old pile of shit in his hands and he says, Hey everyone, look what I almost stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do remember that. Bro, that shit had me laughing fucking from the time I saw it to now, dude. And if somebody's ever having a shitty day, I like to tell them that joke. Yeah, that's a good one. So maybe it'll brighten their day up, man. But those are some of the movies for these uh, people, uh, actors and actresses that were in Crash. You should go out of your way to check out. Mm -hmm. Please do so. Please check out Raising Arizona. I fucking love that movie. It's a great one. The Coen brothers fucking did that one. Mm -hmm. And I think, brother, I think it's that time we give it that overall rank. What do you say? Let's do it, dude. Let's wrap it up. If you don't mind, brother, let me go first, yeah? Go first. Because I got a lot to say about this Mm -hmm. shit, man. So overall, this movie is not (laughs) rewatchable. I will even go out of my way to tell people, do not watch this movie. This is not a movie for you to check out because, like, like if if you have to tell somebody, hey, dude, lock your fucking door when you watch this movie, that yeah. already eliminates it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Danny and I watched it for you guys. Do not watch this movie. We watched it for you. Just just listen to us talk shit about it. Yeah. Uh, if that is to say anything, but I will say though, bro, the fucking acting in this was very good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the especially Elias Coteras, man, he was fucking amazing in this. Dude. Yeah. I gotta say because like let's give these like for these fucked up scenes that they have. Mm-hmm. Like it could not have been if it's hard for us to watch them. Yeah, it could not have been easy for them to film this shit. Right? Yeah, and they they nail it with the whole like they're like they portray that they're getting off. Yeah, and like it's hard like it's hard to fake that shit. So I mean, yeah, fuck they yeah. Did a so good yeah, job. let's give these actors credit, man, because yeah. I I mm-hmm. will I will say a lot about this movie, but I will not shit on the performances of these of these actors and actresses. Exactly, yep. they did a fantastic job, man. But I will say like I have my nitpits on a lot of the shit like i've already mentioned like all the unnecessary like gratuitous sex scenes <laughs> i thought i was not a fan of the segues it was very lazy you got to explain it a little more thoroughly mm-hmm. um thankfully it was only an hour and 30 minutes long <laughs> so it wasn't a, a terribly long watch yeah um, a lot of the scenes were just for shock value in my opinion yep david cronenberg he's a good director he knows what he's doing not a fan of this movie. Fuck this one. Two stars out of ten, brother. Not a fan. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I will say, I'll pretty much parrot what you said. The acting was good. I like the actors in this movie and actresses. They really sell the material that they were given. It's just, uh, it's a very strange movie. It's very disjointed. I was reading back this got mixed reviews because it was very shocking. Mm-hmm for the time so you have people that praised it for going outside the box and people that were revolted because it was just so disgusting so i feel like this movie was just kind of like just to be a lot of shock value that's why you get a lot of the jerky cuts 
yeah. that don't make a whole lot of sense. It's just uh, for me. Yeah, I don't want to rewatch this. I first saw it in 2005 or six, maybe, and I haven't watched it since now. And then I watched it a week ago, and then I tried to watch it again yesterday just to get refresh your memory. And I was like, I had a couple beers, and I was like, I don't want to watch this shit anymore. (laughs) So it's like I fucking turn it off. So for me, I'm also going to give this a two out of ten. Oh shit! And the reason why is because the acting's great. Uh, and not much else after basically. yeah there's yeah. it's just it's just such a weird jarring movie I don't know Yeah. hey but we had to end this season on a fucked up movie just like we always do yeah and dare I say the fucking movie we're gonna do for season 3 finale is more fucked up <laughs> yeah to be yeah. continued man yeah but this it's... is one that I think this is one of the first ones we say do not watch yeah. other, like seriously other than you know Samurai Cop because it sucked right? <laughs> yeah. but that's like that's not gonna leave you scarred at night yeah. so yeah. yeah I would rather watch The Strange Thing About the Johnsons on a <laughs> on three hour repeat, loop yeah. <laughs> than watch this shit again bro to be yeah, honest right. yeah, yeah me too and you know I hated Johnson so yeah Ugh. it's a fucked up movie bro mm-hmm. and we're gonna end it right there man what do you say brother another swig for the good men Swig. Swig. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thank you for fucking sticking with us for two seasons, man. Yeah. Mm. Two seasons. Here's a swig for the good man. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, we did an extra long one today for this mm-hmm. extra fucked up movie. Yeah, and we're going to end it right there, man. Cheers to everybody. Please join us next week. Next week, we're actually going to do a very stress-free episode. We're going to do a recap of seasons one and two. So we're going to be doing... Uh, we're going to share some stories, mm-hmm. some behind-the-scenes shit. Yep. Some other stories that uh, we weren't, uh, like, at least I didn't have, I wasn't able to tell mm-hmm. for some of these movies. We're not going to go through every single one of the movies. Yeah. But we're going to. It's going to be like we, a highlights. Yeah. yeah. Like highlights, basically. And also, as a thank you for all of us, or all of you, I should say, that helped us get to a thousand downloads, Danny and I are doing a giveaway. So we're going to do a giveaway and we're going to name the winner of the giveaway on this episode so please fucking join us man yep and thank you all so much for helping us hit 1000 downloads man we love you all so much so cheers to you guys remember to be kind to one another i love all of you so fucking much thank you guys for everything that you do for us man much love to all of you and cheers see you later